Hello, everyone, and uh, happy snowy day on April 18th. And, you know, we're in outside D.C. It's snowed today and it was 75 yeah. degrees the other day. So, you know, that's a thing. Yeah, it's going to be 72 on Thursday. Oh, yeah, we got the best of both worlds in the next three days. Anyway, my name is Dan and I have a good buddy here named Alec. Hello, everyone. And yeah, we're going to talk about some movies today. This is dudes who like movies. So, I, you know, that would make sense, right? Uh, I I assume it would make. I don't know. I, I mean, I mean, we're not going to talk about the Kardashians. I mean, we could. I mean, I, I will say uh, Kim is with Pete still. It's going. It It's there, I think. I don't know. I don't care about the Kardashians that much. Not going to lie to you. I don't care about them at all, but I like memes and some of the memes that are coming out of this whole Kanye situation is funny. I feel so bad for him. He just wants to be a good father, but he's just not, you know, not all there. Poor man. I like his music. I don't really care one way or another about him as a person, but anyway. Anyway, uh, anyway so we're not going to talk about no Kardashians today, uh, even though we totally just did. Today, we're going to talk about the fact. Okay, so this past weekend, one of the bigger movies of this year came out well i mean okay so it's been a pretty good month for movies i mean batman came out about a month and some change ago and i think it just came out on hbo max like today which is yeah it, it did sean watched it uh nice note he told me nice yeah that that made like a hundred and something million opening weekend and it's already at like 350 million just domestic i, I don't think it's gonna break a, a billion worldwide but anyway uh and then the sonic movie came out morbius bombed as it should have but, yeah, Daryl, I saw Daryl at Walmart. He was telling me that, and he had said that it was funny because this is the second time that Sonic has outperformed an expected box office success. Oh, yeah. And I said, oh, what yeah. do you mean? He's like, he said the first Sonic beat out uh, the Harley Quinn Birds of Prey, and now oh, yeah. Sonic 2 has beat, out, has beat out Morbius. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, where's the lie? But, oh, God. Yeah, I I've heard more, Morbius I heard Morbius, which is god awful, and I had no desire to see it anyway. So, yeah, Daryl told me that the movie he had no one going to see it. Oh, I believe it. It's probably already out of the fucking uh, car mic, whatever it is now. AMC. Ain't more than likely. Yeah. Uh, let me actually see here, because like, because I mean, it was, uh, okay, it, so Morbius in the United States, worldwide. I mean, not in the United States to date, as of today. It has made sixty-five million in the United States, whereas Sonic has made double that. So, oh my God! Wow. Anyway, but yeah, so been a pretty good month for movies. Sonic did good. I the thing is with Sonic, I haven't seen the first one yet. It's on Paramount Plus. I want to watch it. I just it's one of those things where I'm not going to go out to the theater and spend money on it if I can just wait a month and a half to watch it on streaming. But anyway, um, it's understandable. Yeah, but anyway. Uh, Fantastic Beasts, Fantastic Beasts, not Fantastic Beaks. Sorry, Charlie. Uh, the Secrets of Dumbledore came out. So we Which thought we were talking. Was kind of people were uh, looking forward to it, even though the second movie, uh, The Crimes of Grinwald, had bombed bad. Well, okay, we'll, we'll get to that in a second, but yeah, so. We thought we would talk briefly about the Harry Potter franchise as a whole. And then we were also going to talk about each movie, kind of rank them. I think we we agree on the ranking. And But briefly, we wanted to touch upon Fantastic Beasts because it seems to me... So I, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them was a book inside of the Harry Potter franchise. And it, it's one of those things where like The Hobbit should have been made into one, maybe two movies. And they stretched out into three. They're stretching this out into five movies, apparently. Yeah. Oh, and it's God. about Eddie Redman. He plays Newt Scamander. He goes around and apparently. So here's the thing. You've seen the first one. And yes, I've seen I the second. It. I saw it when it right was in theater. I saw it when it was in theaters. It, Do you remember I mean, a thing about that movie? If I remember correctly, he was um, he was in he went to New He was getting on a barge to New York because it was like. It, it was like right after I think it's, it was like after World War One because you can see like the old timey like factories and stuff and he was going to New York City because I think he was sent there um, to try and stop 
people finding out the existence of witches and witchcraft and everything because apparently some creature had gotten loose and he was sent to go get it, if I remember correctly, off the top of my head. Weird. Well, anyway, and I remember the second movie was a bunch of stuff that happened and I don't understand any of it. But anyway, so first one I've heard is okay. Second one, I like I said, I saw it one time and it bored the hell out of me. I do not remember a damn thing about that movie other than the flashes in it. And apparently he's like Dumbledore's brother or something. Yeah, the second one, like I said, that one bombed bad and, and it was it, it was the least popular out of the two so far. It, Johnny Depp, I heard, was not at the top of his game. I hadn't seen it because everyone was telling me it was a bomb. And I was like, well, I'm not wasting my money to go see a, a terrible movie. And then even still, it's still considered not good at all. Well, let me see here. Harry, okay, J.K. Rowling's Wizarding World. Yeah, so not counting all the the re-releases and the IMAX or whatever. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them made $234 million, and then The Crimes of Grindelwald made just over half of that. Well, yeah. Uh, the Crimes of Grindelwald made $159 million. And this is all just the United States. I don't know about worldwide. But, yeah. Um, huh. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that, but well, well, and so The Secrets of Dumbledore just came out and it made how much opening weekend? It made, let's see here, 42 million. So, yeah. Okay, so not, not a terrible opening weekend. Uh, no, it's the lowest in the franchise because Crying to Grindelwald made 62. Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them made 74. Uh, before uh, that, the lowest I, one was, I think I'm seeing here, it was 77 million. It was Order of the Phoenix. And that was it. Well, I think the reason why Secrets was low was because people were kind of hesitant considering how bad Crimes of Grindelwald had bombed. It's not Grindelwald, it's Grindelwald. Grindelwald. Yeah, sorry. Considering (laughs) how people were turned off to it and how it was kind of boring, I think maybe that was made people hesitant. Like they saw it initially and that's why it got such a high box office and they're like, okay, this is bad. This is a waste of my money. And then they're probably like, I'm hesitant to see it. They're probably waiting like a week, and then it's going to pick up. Crimes of Grindelwald did not make that much money. <laughs> I, that's what I'm saying. I'm thinking maybe they're going to wait and see what happens with Secrets of Dumbledore, and maybe they'll go see it. Because, I mean, the Harry Potter fan base, I mean, the last movie from the original series was, what, like 2011, I think? Yeah, Deathly Hallows Part 2 was like, let me see here. It looks yep. like it came out July 15th, 2011. Yeah, okay, because I remember seeing that when I was in theater in theaters as well. Me too. Yep. Um, but I know it's still big. I mean, I went to uh, Orlando you know, Universal October 2020, and that and the busiest part of the whole thing was Harry Potter World. So it still has a big fan base. So, uh, like I said, I think I'm, they're just going to wait and see what happens with this before they go and see it. Like, they're going to be like, okay, what do people think of it? Because, you know, we're human beings. I mean, like, people are like, a ton of people we know are like, don't do this thing. You're more than likely not going to do it. I'm so going to see. We'll see what happens. Let me see if see the secrets of Dumbledore. I want to see what the reviews are, because I'm not going to see this movie. Uh, unless I, like, when it gets on HBO Max, maybe. But let me see here. Reception, critical response, 49%. So, I mean, it's not great, but it's also not terrible. I wonder what the last one is. Is that the audience score or is that the critic score? That's just the overall that I'm seeing. Mm. There you go. Crimes of Grindelwald. What did that get? I'm just taking a look here. Uh, Reception, 36. So, it seems to be better than Crimes of Grindelwald, but... Mm. So, and we'd be remiss if we didn't mention the fact that, you know, Johnny Depp was accused of, I guess, domestic... Domestic, domestic abuse, abuse and but so they the, replaced the him with mads case? what the court case with that so far is crazy as hell i'm not gonna we lie don't, we're to not you. here to talk about that though i know but i'm saying like the the way that's what's happening right now i feel so bad for him oh johnny i i'm not gonna express my opinion on here but yeah um but no they replaced him with mads mickelson apparently mads mickelson Mickelson is good in the role. I just, again, this whole movie is like, I, I read a, an article or someone posted a video where they were like, I feel like the only reason that 
Warner Brothers is making these so they can keep the rights to Harry Potter. More than likely. I mean, they have to do something with it. They can't just hold on to it and then not do anything with it. Yeah, I don't I'm know assuming. what the deal is with the with the movie rights because obviously they bought it in the '90s and then they made the first couple of Harry Potter movies. Well, the Harry Potter movies, but anyway, they're probably under some sort of um, contractual obligation to release something like you know whether it be something small for the theme parks or maybe something for the movie. They have to do something with it in order to keep it because if it's like if you're not gonna if you're just gonna hold on to it and not let it make money, they're just gonna sell it off to somebody else. Well, that's what happened too with like Fantastic Four is like 20th Century Fox had it and they said if they didn't make a movie within like, I don't know, 10 or 15 years that um, they were going to lose right. the rights. It was going to go back to Marvel. So they did that. But anyway, we don't need to talk about that anyway. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, that's Fantastic Beasts. We never really cared about those, but Harry Potter. So I'll just say I grew up, I you know, I was the target audience. We were the target audience for Harry Potter. I never I watched them until the last movie came out. Well, was it? I didn't watch any of them until the last movie came out. Really? Well, okay. I take that back. I did watch the first one when it came out on video. I remember that, but I just didn't really care. I know my dad, when I because I was about, I want to say six or seven. My dad took me out to Chamber of Secrets because I saw that in theaters. I, I was scared. And then my brother... Uh, took me to see Prisoner of Azkaban, which I think was, oh, three or four. Oh, four. Okay. So yeah, I was right. I remember he took me to see that. And then after that, I didn't, I didn't watch Goblet of Fire right off. And then I just kind of was like, meh on it up until Deathly Hallows part one. And then I went back and I rewatched the other ones. Yeah. It, so yeah, what is it? Because I'm looking here at Box Office Mojo. Yeah, Sorcerer's Stone, I think, was the highest grossing film of 2001. And, I mean, the thing is, I feel that like... old? Yeah, it's been 20-something years. Because I know earlier this year, they did that HBO Max thing where, like, they brought all the cast together and kind of basically what the Friends reunion was, quote-unquote, the reunion. But Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, I forgot all about that. Well, anyway. Yeah, that... Anyway, uh, yeah. I feel old. We're not here to really, I mean, you know, it's the story of Harry Potter. He's the the chosen one who is going to destroy Voldemort and Voldemort tries to kill him and he fails. And yeah, that's basically the story. He has to get Alan Rickman, who had a crush on his mom, but then the mom went for the jock, which was his dad. And then he's like, I hate you, Harry. And now he's going to help him out because he has his mother's eyes. But anyway, so <laughs> what we're going to do, we're going to rank the Harry Potter movies. We're not going to go, I mean, we'll go over each one and give our thoughts, but I, you know, we're not going to do it in order. We're going to go from worst to best. So the worst one, and we talked about this before the, before the recording and tell me, you don't disagree with me on this one. Chamber of Secrets is the worst one. Yeah. I, I didn't like it looking back. Cause like I, I that was my first one. But looking back, the plot was kind of stupid. Is there a plot? I don't remember the plot. It's the one where they have to um, to go and go into the chamber to find out who's been. Um, wasn't the one where they had to find out who was killing killing someone? If I remember right, because I remember he had that Tom Tom uh, what's his name Tom journal Tom Riddle's journal, and he had to stab it with the fang of a yeah the basilisk fan fang or whatever it is he had to stab it and then he eventually would like break apart i think it was because he was killing students if i remember correctly i don't remember if they were killing students because it was a it was a kid's movie it was like the last one to be rated just pg i I swear that was i swear that was what it was or maybe prisoner of azkaban was the last one to be pg but the only thing I remember that movie is that yeah, it was like that was like the first Horcrux they killed, right? Was the 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 riddle? Or the, sorry, not the the riddle, the the journal. Yeah, because uh, wait, let me see. Wait a minute, here it is. So main idea, main plot of Chamber of Secrets was the whole thing was about tolerance of people who are different, 
The novel explores the idea through Salazar Slytherin's intention to wipe out the mudbloods. Okay, so yeah, so it was about killing kids. Wonderful. I do remember Dobby, though. That was one thing I liked Dobby. In oh, movie. God. Dobby. <laughs> R.I.P. No, I, I mean, it's not, a, it's not a bad movie. It's just boring. You know, that's just my only gripe against it. Is and, that it's boring. It was just, it was, it was hard as hell to follow because, like, you had no idea why the hell they were killing these kids because it's like, oh, well, their ancestors were magic, but they're not. But they can still attend Hogwarts not on my watch and then they were killing kids and then yeah because they had they had the only cool part i thought was when they got into the chamber and there was the giant basilisk snake thing that they had Mm -hmm. to fight that was probably my favorite part of the whole thing and then they stabbed the journal which somehow kept tom riddle like alive so it was just like okay so that's just getting back to ridiculous but still yeah, I mean, I like you're you're remembering more than I do about that movie. But anyway, I I just remember because of the, the snake. That, that's oh, the, I, one that's the only that part I of the remember. movie I remember. That's it. So yeah, because it, 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 it stuck with you because it was like terrifying. Because as a kid, you know, you're seeing a giant snake. So, but anyway. So after that, what did we say it was number seven out of eight? So we <laughs> said blood prints. Yeah, Half-Blood Prince, again, that movie is boring. I mean, obviously the ending, you know, spoiler alert, it's been since 2009, so it's been about 13 years, you know, Snape kills Dumbledore. But, that's, again, Wait, I mean, it's like, what is it, half the movie? Well, half the movie is them just going back to Voldemort's past, right? That's it? Yeah, because it, it goes, I think, if I remember correctly, it cuts in and out between, a, and then eventually it leads to Snape killing him but you you see like Dumbledore as he falls to his death, basically, and yeah. it's sad. But like that's probably the only memorable part of the movie is when the camera pans to Dumbledore's face as he's falling, and he's looking up, and then he hits the ground. That's the only memorable part of that movie, in my opinion. Yeah, I just remember they go and view Voldemort's memories or someone's memories. I that's all I remember. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and the, and isn't it like everyone's horny? Or something like that. Everyone's horny. What? Yeah, because I, I feel like Ron or something has a crush on someone, and and some chick has a crush on Harry. Because I remember in the trailer, oh, she only likes you because she thinks she's the cho- you're the chosen one. Oh, but I am, and yeah, that's all I remember. Oh wow, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that movie's boring as hell. And then, oh yeah, also at the end, I thought it was really stupid. It's like, what is it? Hogwarts is under attack by the Death Eaters, and then Snape just goes up. He's like, Potter, you fool! I am the Half Blood Prince. Cut to credits oh yeah oh my god i forgot about that that was such a stupid reveal anyway yeah and then oh my god i forgot that he would that he is the half-blood prince and that's it and just cut to credits that's the end no no other explanation alan rickman just had to get to take the dramatic part there (laughs) yeah r.i.p alan rickman but anyway R.I.P. and then number six we said Deathly Hallows Part One. Yes. My only problem with this movie, and that's the reason I put it so low, is because the it's all set up and no payoff. Yeah, because it's like they, and they're preparing because they know that this is going to be one of the because it's Part One that it was going to be the last battle. So they're setting up like okay, so the Dark Eaters are going to take over. You know, it's going to be basically all of us are going to get forced into a corner we're going to be at the end you know how dare you stood where he stood stand where he stood etc et no that was part two i think was that i thought that was part one i think that was part like, two it, where it he's like, like i thought because it was malfoy and he was like doing something and then harry went up to him and was like how dare you stand where he stood yeah something something like that i don't know i thought that maybe it was part two i thought that was part one but regardless so it's like i remember back part one Part yep. one is basically just a a treasure hunt for all the the Horcruxes. That's all I remember. I I remember that they were all prepared in like the in the not the uh, ministry but the middle of the courtyard because they were getting ready uh, for the big old fight, and then that was about 
then that was it. Because they were waiting for Voldemort to show up. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and, it's... And, then they, and then they cut that to there, and then they, they started off with, with part two, because they're like, well, we have to end it somewhere. Well, I remember they killed Dobby at the end, and that was basically the end of that one. But... I mean, the whole movie is just them trying to find all the Horcruxes and, oh, hey, uh, Ron thinks that Hermione and, and Harry are screwing each other behind his back and they they hate him. And I'm just like, that's I, I like all three of the main characters, but Ron is my least favorite out of them just because it's like that's his whole character. He's just jealous. Yeah. Yeah. From every of all the movies, he just seems like he's like the third wheel to Harry and Hermione and that he just over time it just kind of seems to like bubble over more and more well i know that hermione and ron were like dating or they liked each other in in goblet of fire i think but like what they were established by that point right i don't i don't think so i thought they i thought they got established in order of the phoenix i could be wrong but yeah then we have so yeah Deathly Hallows Part 1. So then, okay, so this is going to piss people off, but I put Sorcerer's Stone at number five. A lot of people love that movie, and a lot of them say it's their number one. I get it, but again, I I didn't grow up with the movies like other people grew up with the movies, and to me, well, it's just okay. It's just his backstory, basically. I mean, because it starts out, you see, like, he has, like, the shitty fit, or it's like his uncle and his aunt, if I remember right, who he's, he's living <laughs> on the stairs, right? Yeah. So he's living with them, you know, the, the the man of the house is a fat piece of garbage, his son's a fat piece of garbage, and, you know, he's yelling at him, and he's, he can't do anything for himself. Well, and Dudley then, did and then eventually Harry get better. It does get better eventually, but, like, in the beginning, because this is, like, the first movie, it's, like, setting the stage of why he hates it here. And then eventually he, he gets the letter from the owl, and you know he hits the train and then from there that's when he meets Hermione and Ron after he gets onto it and then it's just it's Harry Potter I mean it's his whole backstory my whole thing is like the first 45 minutes is all setting that up and I think after he gets after you sort through like you get past the sorting scene go Hufflepuff by the way after that it's like there's nothing until the last 15 minutes yeah I can agree to that yeah tell me tell me I'm wrong but no it's 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 just it's a it's a good start because we want to understand you know a lot of people who haven't read the books we want to we want to introduce them this is harry potter this is the character in the books that your kids or maybe someone you know is reading it's like i get that but it's just later on in life when you're older and you see the all the other movies and you're like well it's not exactly my favorite, but I get it. It's people's number one just because it sets the stage for the rest of the series. Yeah. I mean, it does a good job of setting things up. Yeah, it, it does. Just... It's just not fun to watch later on, considering now we know the rest of the movies. Like, we know what's going to happen and, and all the other stuff. So, like, when you see, go back to watch, rewatch them, it's like, oh, great. We have to rewatch the background again. Yeah, basically. So, it's 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 not a bad movie. I understand why people love it because like it does have that whimsical, you know, not even whimsical, but just like it, it, it you give that sense of you know excitement and adventure. I get that, but yeah, because because it's the same, it's the stage setter. Yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of like you know Star Wars: A New Hope. It's like it sets everything up. But yeah, I could tell you the plot of that movie. I mean, like there's things actually happening in that movie besides the first 45 minutes and the last 15, but you know, that's just yeah. me anyway. Anywho. So, and again, don't hate the Sorcerer's Stone. I understand how people like it, you know, but so now we're into the second half. Uh, number four, again, this, people say this one's their favorite too. And I agree. It's really good. It's the first one I actually started caring about them. Cause I watched them in order uh, prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. Gotta say, Gary Oldman, he's probably my favorite casting in that whole franchise. I love him and uh, Sirius Black. I, I I can agree with you that. I mean, it, it's um it's just one of those movies because you find out about Sirius Black and the whole 
entire movie is basically them trying to go back and they're trying to figure out, you know, who he is. Cause I mean, if I remember right, his whole background was like, he was one of like uh, Voldemort's disciples, wasn't he? Uh, no, he was on the Order of the Phoenix. He was just framed or something. I can't remember why he's in jail. No, I thought, I thought, no, wait, no, yeah, you're right. He was framed as one of his disciples. You are right. <laughs> my, my wife's in the back and she's listening to us. She's like, no, it's the murder of Peter Pettigrew. Oh, so yeah. But then you find out Peter Pettigrew is Ron's rat. So. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, Anywho. I mean. I know Lupin is in that movie. I like Lupin and he's a werewolf and blah, blah, blah. The time travel thing, did, I mean, they don't really bring up time sir, travel again, do they? I don't think, no, probably. I don't think they did. I don't think they did in the next movie. Nope. Uh, but what didn't Harry want to kill him? Because wasn't it like found later on, he finds out that like the reason why Voldemort was able to find him and kill his parents was because of Black, of, uh, of, of uh, Sirius Black? It was something stupid or other. I don't remember. But. Emily, what happened? <laughs> uh, no, so, but yeah, the the what was I going to say? It's still a good movie, and I, yeah, I like it. it. I, I like it more. One. Yeah, I mean, it's the first one I actually started caring. But anyway, number three, Order of the Phoenix. Our, for a while, it was my number two, but I'll explain why my number two is my number two. But now, Order of the Phoenix, things are starting to actually like the gears are going and things are happening and you understand what's going on. And yeah, I mean, real character progressions. Cause I mean, the whole point of that movie is, Oh, Hey, Voldemort's back at this point and we need to prepare. And nobody seems to be taking it seriously because Umbridge is a stupid bitch. And she, uh, okay. I shouldn't say stupid, but she's an evil, uh, bitch. And say what she's ignorant. Yeah. She's evil. And she's basically just not caring. She wasn't a death eater. Right. No, no, no. I, okay. I don't. No, I don't think she was. I was gonna say no because I remember in the beginning they get attacked by the Dementors again. Well, apparently she was on Voldemort's side, so that's that's what I'm being told. But at any rate, oh, Alec, you still there? Did I lose you? No, I'm here. Okay, I was waiting cool. on you. Okay, yeah. So basically, yeah. Umbridge is probably the worst, the most hated character in that franchise after, well, I, I would say I hate her more than Voldemort. At least Voldemort's fun to watch. And at least Voldemort has pop culture references like Billy, Grim Adventures of Billy Mandy is Lord Moldybutt, so. Yeah, basically. But <laughs> anywho. Who? So there's that. And yeah, so they're like, oh, hey, Voldemort is, is back. We need to actually prepare. So they go to the, what is it? The room of requirement requirement thank you <laughs> and um they're all training and at the end of the order the, of the phoenix the defense is, against the dark arts yeah basically like every other like every movie they have a new defense of dark arts like what happened to the guy that what's his name played kenneth branagh what happened to him uh um, he was in chamber of secrets do you know what happened to him uh he resigned resigned okay because yeah oh, no, he had that he had that um memory wiped his memory wiped weird okay and then and then because of that movie um umbridge who takes more control i'm pretty sure that's when you start to see the formation of the uh, dumbledore's army yeah because that is exactly umbridge, right yep yeah, because umbridge is just like nah we're not we don't need to worry about this just do the normal stuff because it wasn't umbridge later on they find out like working for voldemort was she working for Voldemort or was she just like on his side or supported him? I don't really remember. I she was just a bitch. Yeah. She was just awful. Yeah, she was just awful. Anyway. So kudos to the actress for making us hate her so much. Yeah, you if you want to say this, if you want to say congratulations, we hate you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she did a good job acting. We'll put it like that. Oh yeah. Anyway. So anywho. And then, let's see here. I don't know. Things actually happen in that movie. You know, Serious Black dies. It's just, it's fun. You know, this, the story makes sense. That's why I like it. But mm -hmm. number two, Deathly Hallows Part 2. I'll explain Ooh. why it's number two. But yeah, it's all, it's all payoff. It's the, of, it's of, the conclusion. And it's very well done. 
Yeah, I mean, it's not like what is it, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, where like the last like 45 minutes to a half hour is all ending. It's like, no, I mean, the last let's say 20 minutes are all yeah, maybe even 10 yeah, or 15. It, it wraps everything up pretty well, pretty nicely. I mean, we get to see the fighting, and then you know, you, you think that all is lost, but uh oh, it's not because mm-hmm. obviously it's not it's not gonna end with the bad guy winning. Yeah. But um, yeah, so it's it's one of those things where you know, like so one thing I really like about that movie is that Harry becomes a fully realized character because they're trying to get the horror cruxes and you know, you well, Sirius Black, not Sirius Black, Snape, Severus Snape, he sacrifices himself to save them and you go through his tears and you find his tragic backstory and he actually does care for the boy or whatever. And then he, they, I don't know, remember how they figured it out, but they knew that Harry was a Horcrux and he's like, okay, well, I need to go and actually be destroyed in order for Voldemort to be killed. And I like how just mm-hmm. a mature decision that is. And the scene where like, I don't know, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it now, but the scene where he's walking in the, in the forest and he sees all his loved ones and they're all like saying, you can do it. We're so proud of you. And he's like, does it hurt? And they're like, it's like going to sleep. And I'm, I don't know why that scene just is really, I guess, powerful to me. Yeah. I really like that scene. And again, Ray finds, he does a great job as Voldemort and yeah, but then the actual ending, it's like not one of those things where like, it's super excessive. Cause like, it's only like what, 15, 20 minutes of a fight at the end. Yeah, because it's it's like one where he, he casts the uh the that killing <laughs> spell on him. I forget what it's called. Uh, according to Emily, they fucked up Voldemort's death. <laughs> in the in the books, he's supposed to just die like a normal person. In the movies, they make him to be like, oh, he just dissolves. Like, no, he's just a human. Well, I mean, yeah, dramatic effect. Yeah, so they're, they they if they had him die, that people would be like, oh, cool, he's dead. But like yeah. with, with the killing. Uh, what the hell is the name of that spell? The killing something. I know what oh, it's the killing called. curse of Avada Kedavra or whatever it's called. That's what it's called because it, it um, rebounds onto him, and, and I'm pretty sure that's what killed him in the in the movie, if I remember right. No, so what happened was in the movie. I think what happened was so okay. Neville. So I think what is it? Uh, Nagiri is that her name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the snake is the last Horcrux, and so Neville big ball boy there he um takes the nut the sword of gryffindor and just slices her and that's the last horcrux and then i think harry takes the the what's the wand elder elder wand thank you and does he does he death curse voldemort how does he kill him um i i guess so i still i can't because i can't remember if like after he he tried to he tried the killing curse spell on him and then um he reflected it back on him did he reflect the killing curse from voldemort is that what happened that's what alex thinks i mean because i remember he got hit with this i remember he got hit with the spell it was a baby and and the mom reflected it but he didn't die because of all the four cruxes well because i was about to say did did he die because nigiri got sliced or what can't remember if it's because the last Horcrux got destroyed or I'm gonna Google no. this. <laughs> yeah, please do because like I am I'm curious. I swear because I remember him getting hit with a spell. Sorry, Deathly Hollows two. Let's see here. Yeah, this is this is bugging me. How did Voldemort actually die? Okay, here we go. Uh da, da, da. okay, blah 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 draws the sword of Gryffindor. Okay. Harry confronts Voldemort in a duel. Okay. Neville de- decapitates N- Nagini. Nagiri. Yep. Or is it? Nagini? It's N-A-G-I-N-I according to Wikipedia. But Nagiri okay. is sushi! <laughs> oh yeah, I'm stupid. Okay, it says here, Harry finally defeats Voldemort after the Expelliarmus charm <laughs> deflects the killing curse. So yeah, he did rebound it back to, to Voldemort. Okay, so Voldemort did you know, the killing curse, but then Harry did Expelliarmus, which apparently that's the meme, is that that's the only spell he uses and knows. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. So anyway. yeah, and then yeah, and then, I don't know. It, it does a good job of just like 
finalizing everything in. Yeah, it's it's good and fun. And yeah, I Alec Alan Rickman, I think, is an MVP in that movie. He was really good. Because again, you may he was an asshole for eight, for seven movies up to that point, and then he yeah, you actually yeah. kind of get his tragic backstory. So well, not even tragic backstory, but you get his you understand where he's coming from. Because basically he was a simp for for Harry's mom. I mean, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Tell, tell me I'm wrong, but anyway. So, yeah, and then number one, Goblet of Fire. I, I know people, don't, people do not like that movie as much. And I'm like, that movie's the best one, man. Why didn't I not like that? I didn't know people hated Goblet of Fire. Well, they don't hate it. They just don't like it as much as the other ones. And I'm like, it, but it's like it, it has like a darker theme or tone to it, which is something I can enjoy. Well, the reason I like it so much is because, sorry, I had to fish a cat out from underneath my desk. Um, the reason right. I like it so much is because you know shit actually happens in that movie. It's the Triwizard Tournament, but it's overall to the overall story, it still makes sense because what is it? Um, David Tennant's character, he's like trying to use the Triwizard Tournament to get Harry into that little thing where they can use him and bring back Voldemort, right? Yes, because he has because he he has like some sort of like nightmare or something, and he recognize he's like, oh god, uh, someone got murdered, and he's trying to figure out because there was a man in his dream that he didn't recognize. Yeah, and it introduced us to Mad Eye Moody. I love Mad Eye Moody, and mm. yeah, but no, it um, yeah, the Triwizard Tournament that in itself is fun to watch, and you understand what's going on. And like, yeah, you know, the, the, the tournament itself is fun. The set pieces are fun. And then again, at the end of the movie, it's like, oh, hey, Voldemort's back. But again, I, I think it's good. It brings things together in a way that, you know, it, it stands alone as its own movie. But at the same time, it does play a part of the bigger story in a way that's not excessive. And it's not the whole point. You know, it's not like one of those movies that exists just to continue the main story. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it, it, it can stand on its own. Yeah, yeah, it's not like any of the Fantastic Beast movies. It's like the exact opposite. So yeah, it, it, it's 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 the right amount of like you know you don't know what's going to happen in this because I mean the tournament itself is deadly for these people. So like it, it gives you that just right amount of danger. Like you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, uh, that's just. Again, Harry Potter is not my favorite franchise in the world, but I do enjoy it because, like I said, so basically, I, I, agree with you. I mean, the thing is, I, like I said, the first movie I saw in theaters was Deathly Hallows Part Two. And yep. then I didn't watch any of them until Emily and I started dating, which was like, I didn't, we didn't start watching it until like, what, 2018, something like that. Yeah. And so we watched all of them, like, oh, yeah. And well, I mean, these are really good. I can understand people like them. And yeah, so. Again, it's not my favorite and it's not my go-to, but I really do like it. I, you know, we probably should watch it again here soon. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. So that's just, that's my opinion of it. But, you know, I mean, overall Star Wars, I'm more of a Star Wars guy and then an MCU guy and, you know, Lord of the Rings, I like better than Harry Potter, but that's just me. I, I'm more of a Lord of the Rings person myself as well. Harry Potter is something I can come back to on occasion. But like I'm either more of Lord of the Rings or I'm more of like a, a war movie kind of person. Like I, I I would if I have the options like, oh, hey, do you want to watch Harry Potter or do you want to watch like Hacksaw Ridge? I'm, like, I'm taking Hacksaw Ridge. Every day. Oh, I agree. Well, I mean, I guess it depends on the Harry that, Potter. That, that's because, just my thing. Yeah, yeah, that's just my thing. I, I like war movies. But, you know, if you're like, do you want to watch Harry Potter or do you want to watch The Hobbit? I'm like, I'll watch Harry Potter <laughs> over The Hobbit. Yeah. Yeah. I'll agree with you there. I like The Hobbit, but it's like I need to be in the mood to yeah. watch The Hobbit. It's, it's like unnecessary. It's yeah, it's not a movie because it's like, why the hell would I watch Discount Lord of the Rings? Well, and I'm actually trying to look up here the Hobbit film series. Who, who, uh, Peter Jackson? Oh, it was distributed by Warner Brothers. What the heck, man? They had a movie every year from like, good lord, 
Yeah, because 2011 and 2010, 2009. Yeah, from like 2009 to 2014, they had a big blockbuster movie like in that thing because, yeah, they did Lord of the Rings. So wait, they did Harry Potter because Half-Blood Prince came out in 2009 and then it was 2010 was Deathly Hallows 1, 2011 was Hallow- Deathly Hallows Part 2. And then you had the Hobbit movies from 2012 to 13 and 14. Good God, Warner Brothers owns a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Well, it's because they, they know what will bring the people. Lord I mean, Rings. Warner Brothers is very good at, at, at uh, making movies. Well, okay, so New Line Cinema I'm seeing here did the original Lord of the Rings ones. What happened to New Line Cinema? I guess it got bought by Warner Brothers. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, that's our thought on Harry Potter <laughs> as we wrap that, wrap that up. Yeah, I mean, the acting... I mean, I think the movies are all really cast well. Like I said, I love Gary Oldman. I love Alan Rickman. I think the only big change they had was that Dumbledore got replaced because the one guy died after the first two movies. But, yeah, he, he passed from like cancer or something, I think, wasn't it? Uh, I'm going to look it up, but I do know that, yeah, he he died. He had cancer, I think. Yeah, that's exactly what Alex just said. Okay, he had cancer. Okay, yeah, I thought so. Yeah, like leukemia or something. Yeah, so there's that, but again i like it i understand when people love it so much go hufflepuff that's my house what ha- are you do you have a house alec who you yeah I, I own the house i live in no, no no i'm talking about do you have a harry potter house have you done the quiz <laughs> have you done the quiz oh the quiz yes i did that when i was at oh i thought you were talking about my house I'm like yeah now i have uh my i did the harry potter hat thing in, in universal and it said i was ravenclaw Okay, but I can see I that. It, I think I think I think it was a random thing. Maybe I don't know, but well, my brother got Hufflepuff, and then his his fiance she got Gryffindor. Interesting. Yeah, no. When we went to, there was a Harry Potter thing near where I went to college. They put me at Ravenclaw, and they put Emily in Gryffindor. But in real life, I'm Hufflepuff, and she's Slytherin. So, what is I Ravenclaw? Could... Let me see if Ravenclaw looks. I'm trying to see about the see here ravenclaw values intelligence learning wisdom and wit yeah i could see that being you i appreciate it and you which class were you hufflepuff which values hard work patience justice and loyalty yeah that's me i could see that how the hell did my brother get that then no i'm kidding (laughs) and slytherin values ambition cunning leadership and resourcefulness yeah i could see that and then gryffindor courage bravery nerve and chivalry yeah yeah yeah, I don't have chivalry. I'm a misogynist, after all, ladies and gentlemen. No, you're not. But I can see you being. Yeah, that's a joke. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I can see. I can see that you are Ravenclaw. So uh, I appreciate it. I can see you as the Hufflepuff as well, given that description. Oh yeah, now a lot of people like to shit on Hufflepuff, and I'm like, why? Because <laughs> we don't do anything. Okay. <laughs> We're chill. We're chill, man. What's wrong with that? Anyway, so thank y'all for listening. We just turned this into a basically just talking about Harry Potter, <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. So I, I feel like Fantastic Beasts. I have I'm not going to see any of the other ones unless they actually start getting good. But they're being directed by the same people and written by the same people who made the good Harry Potter movies. And I just I think one of the problems is that J.K. Rowling is writing the scripts, and she's a good author, but she's not a good screenwriter. Uh, yeah, I can agree to that because I mean she she made one good franchise, and then everyone was like expecting her to, you know, be this. Uh, what do you want? To, what do you call it? Writing. Uh, what's the term I'm thinking of here? Uh, visionary, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, for for making all these different kinds of of. Uh, stories based off of what she's already done so i yeah i agree with what you're saying because it's she's not she's a good author but when it comes to actually putting pen to paper for you know anything else she needs to take the back seat yeah i i don't know and obviously she goes back oh yeah that's what do you think about the whole 
she goes back every couple of years and is like, oh, hey, Dumbledore. Well, okay, obviously, Dumbledore being gay was a thing that was like there from the beginning. I'm, oh, that was my a bad goodness. example. That but was like, a, that was a whole joke because she was like, people would ask her, like, is this person that's like, yes, it is, is, uh, is Ron trans? Yes. She would just say yes to everything. And then she, and then people make here. jokes about it. Like they, they would do like a Facebook one I saw. And oh, said, according to what? This is just when I, I just Googled this. Apparently, Uncle Vernon supports brexit why do we care uh, I, I, uh jesus oh yeah nagini used to be a human woman i thought i mean that's interesting but eh. wizards didn't have to use toilets apparently uh let's see here anthony goldstein was jewish well i don't even know who that is but with that name yes and then mcgonagall's love life apparently let's see here i'm just gonna assume she was a lesbian or something let me see here Oh, apparently she just ha- she was married and divorced. Who cares? Oh yeah, and Dumbledore and Grindelwald apparently got it on according to this thing. But I mean, we all knew Dumbledore was gay, which isn't a big deal. But let's see here, another one. J.K. Rowling keeps changing and hurting Harry Potter canon. Where are some things here? Let's see here. Da, 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 da. Yeah. So apparently. I'm just trying to see. I'm trying to see. Okay. The most outrageous Harry Potter canon changes made by JK Rowling. Let's see here. She's made quite a few. And like I said, it was becoming a meme because there was one I saw that made me laugh. It was guys. My parents are now uh, transgender. And then she had the, the thing in the back and that people were just making fun of that because it was obviously a made up one, but still it was because she was changing everything. And then she started like going into real life and changing her own real life was the joke. Do people? Um, I just don't get why. Because I mean, she wrote the books in what the nineties, right, or the eighties? No, they, I mean they came out in the nineties, I believe. Yeah. So but, okay, here's my question: been out for nearly twenty some odd years, and then all of a sudden, she just goes back. It's like, so do you remember those books and movies that have been out for a while? Well, guess what? So apparently. The Cursed Child is canon, but do people hate The Cursed Child? What? Well, have you heard of anyone hating The Cursed Child? Um, I haven't really heard anything. I love it. Did you re- you read it? I, I haven't. Did. I haven't read it. Also, I, I should have probably put it down the beginning. I've never read any of the books, but I will go see The Cursed Child on Broadway. But I've only read the first book, and that was it. I haven't read anything else. So I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, I all don't apparently. Oh, and apparently Hermione wasn't white, even though, yeah, that's she something. She was described as be having red hair. Oh, and, and apparently, uh, apparently all, and I go, and these are, I'm looking at this thing here, and it's all supported by tweets that she's put in there, just embedding them in here. All racists go to Slytherin. Interesting. What the, what the fuck? <laughs> what? Hold on. There's a Reddit thing here. Let me see. I don't, there's a Reddit. Okay. Okay, the whole controversy is just a weird image of Tumblr. Uh, Okay. That's going to be awkward for black students that were in the first movie that were in Slytherin with Draco. Yeah. That's going to be a bit awkward. (laughs) I just, I'm all for inclusion and whatnot, but if you're just going to go back and put it in there just just because. Say dumb shit just just because. (laughs) Then you're like, all right, now we're just, now we're borderline being ridiculous here. Come on. Anyway, so that's our talk on Harry Potter. And, it, you know, I no disrespect intended to J.K. Rowling just because obviously she created something that is loved and adored by millions. But, you know, to end this thing, do you remember the dicks with time machines thing on, on Robot Chicken? I've got a story about a boy wizard. No, you need to ta- do it about a time traveling raccoon who farts rainbows or something like that. Oh, my God. I, I vaguely remember something like that. I have to go back on YouTube. Oh, my God. Yeah. Anyway, so thank you all for listening. (laughs) If you want, I I have a YouTube channel, uh, Dan Reviews, where I put out short reviews because on here, you know, I can talk with Alec and, you know, we can go things a little bit more in depth. But, you know, when I'm going on YouTube, I don't like long videos that draw out things like, oh, hey, uh, 
the three-headed dog in in sorcerer's stone was meant to represent the ideology of of the left i'm like i, I don't i don't care just yeah you know. it's like we're talking about the movie this isn't and it's not, not even just politics but just like oh the, the it, it's the whole it goes back to the whole writing thing where it's like oh the blue is meant to represent his inner inner anguish and it's like no the blue is just there because it's fucking blue that's kind of my whole view on things and no disrespect to trying to make it english lit 101 where everything is a symbol for everything when it's described and no disrespect to people who take their time with their videos i also just don't have the patience to work on those long videos so if you want to check it out i you know dan reviews i'm going to put up uh the shorter yeah i'm putting on my harry potter ranking uh later this week so yeah anyway and yeah check out alec and i do to like movies on instagram and yeah thank y'all for listening any final thoughts alec no uh honestly i i would go back rewatch harry potter very slowly though because i know it can be kind of a slog if you try and watch everything all at once but like when, when i watched it for the first time like four or five years ago yeah it was we went through all of them within like a couple of weeks. So I don't know, but they're good. It, it, I'd watch them again. It, I'm going to rewatch them. I think, cause I mean, I looking back, going back to Harry Potter world, when I went back there just two years ago, it was really fun. And honestly, it was the experience of being there and seeing all these people. And then my brother being told he cannot spend $300 on a uh, wand by his fiance, even though he was gonna, because he said he would only goes here once, but yeah. See, I love Star Wars, but I'm not paying three hundred dollars to make my own lightsaber. I'm not doing that. I, I don't blame you because I mean, there are some people though that do that. Like, there's a video of a guy who was like, "Oh, the ten dollar one at Disney World, my thousand dollar custom one." And it's like, why? Good God's name! Did you no, the, the stuff at Disney World is at least fifty bucks a pop. I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. Well, I get it for you know franchise's sake and it's like a once in a lifetime thing but that's how they get you that's how they get you it's like you know you're never come back here every day why not spend hundreds of dollars on this thing from this franchise you really like because that's what harry potter world does i mean they sell the butter beer they sell the wands they sell the robes can, and oh wait well God. emily and i went to the harry potter store in new york and yeah there was butter beer there but uh, yeah i mean you can get butter did, beer in a lot of places did you see the robes What'd you say, Alec? Did you see the robes there? Because the ones down in, in Florida were ridiculously expensive. No, we got like pajamas for our houses. I got like a, I got Hufflepuff pajamas, and she got like Slytherin, and they were like what fifty bucks. Yeah, it was fucking ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. especially considering the, the robes saying, were as hole in the top. Yeah, well, that's our cat's fault. The robes, like the actual wizarding robes, I think if I remember correctly, were like two hundred dollars for. Oh, I believe small- it. They were expensive as hell at, at Orlando, but that's because they know it's the experience you're paying for. You're not paying because you love it. You're paying for the experience. On that rate, thank you all for listening. <laughs> we'll continue this conversation later, Alec. All righty.